Hi, I'm Bran, and I love prime Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise prime Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I am Christmas Night. And this <laughs> is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh, wow. Boy. That Hello, intro everybody. was right there for the taking. Yeah. And he, he wasn't going to leave it just hanging there. That was perfect by Alonzo. Alonzo always uh, hits it out of the park. That's right. So I've always said about yeah. it. Happy, Val- Happy Valentine's Week to everybody. Happy Valentine's yeah. Week. Here we uh, are. Valentine's Week. You think she's going to say yes to going on a little date with you? You mean I, I assume you're talking about my wife? Yeah, your crush. Yeah, yeah. We're not going on a Wednesday date. I can tell you that we have two kids <laughs> and full time jobs. Like it's just not happening. Oh, Valentine's um, Day, that is amateur yeah. night. Yeah, it's like, if amateur you're, hour. It's exactly what it is. If you're in a relationship, you don't have time for that. Like, you don't want to fight for those dinner reservations. That's for, like, the, the new people who are still trying That's to, like, exactly make the big right. gesture. Yes. Maybe if your relationship is on the rocks and this is a last-minute save. But beyond that, yeah, no. To it's little, a candy to, holiday. Yeah, what's well, the little Timmy out there that's trying to g- gain that courage to give the crush the bear that's, on that's, Wednesday. That's what, for, Let's, I, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to pump you up. You got this, yeah. bro. You got this, man. No, uh, my yeah. wife and I bond over how much we don't care about Valentine's Day. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a bond. Like it's, you know, I, I, so I, but if it is, you're in a new relationship or trying to start one, Valentine's is an opportune time. Dude, in middle school, Valentine's Day is. How many no's did you get? Valentine's I never had the courage. To. Oh, you didn't do it at all. I never had the courage, but but I, I but I remember the buzz, the buzz in the air on the on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Week, really. Even like leading up to it, you could feel it in the air. Like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm finally gonna tell somebody that I like. You have them. a name in mind? Who? No, it? I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, but this is what I want to say. I believe in you. Um, and, uh, just, just, I believe in you. Go for it. Just go for it. Go for it. Great. I'm glad we got that motivational speech <laughs> out there two days before Valentine's I don't think, Day. I don't think high schoolers need the encouragement. I mean, like no. they, they can't, they could, they've got the whole promposal yeah, thing I was happening about to now. Say, They're yeah. all about the big gestures. I'm so happy promposal came after, well, one, I didn't go to prom, but two, the pressure to you got you to rent a full circus <laughs> yeah. to ask somebody to prom. <laughs> you got to have a full like it's crazy town. <laughs> I uh, uh, one of the many reasons I'm so happy there was no internet until like I was well out of my teens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sheesh. Man, I tell you what, I mean, I had some internet. I had internet fame with pants on the ground, and yeah, you, you know did. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, love that. You uh, you were an internet. I was you, an internet. You were raised in the internet age. I was, yes. uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. But without the TikTok and all that, all that stuff, stuff, just the YouTube, mm-hmm. just the YouTube. That's right. I'm a YouTube boy. Can I'm you a YouTube believe generation. Brand was 14 when YouTube was out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Brand couldn't drive. He had to stay home and watch YouTube. <laughs> to watch YouTube. Man, back in the back in the good days of YouTube, too. Man, when you were 14, <sighs> I was already married. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro, bro, when 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 Vi- when Vine when Vine came out when I was in high school, it was Vine. it was monumental. It was like, yo, you got six seconds to shine, and if you if you don't goof this up, you something something could happen. You could you could really become somebody with Vine. With Vine. To, to steal a joke from Miss Coco Peru, when I was 14, the closest thing we had to YouTube was fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. No, I, yeah. now I just pull up that on yeah. YouTube and I have the nice Yule log, so it's good to go. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do Merry Little Batman. Let's talk about mm. it. Um, our is, is it our first animated um, Monday uh, Monday I, adventure? I want to say yes. No, yeah. cl- uh, well, we did Deck the Netflix. We did Cla- Klaus, Claus. We did Klaus. Saw, yeah, yes. we, we did that. That was animated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Back. I forgot that. Okay. Well, yeah. That was, uh, that was, actually, was that a, a Patreon exclusive? I thought we did it. As, as we may have. I don't remember. Could, yeah, I thought that was just part part of De- Deck to Netflix. I no 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 no. I, was I in this review? No, I, I think I, I think it was back. We did a handful of bonus episodes Ooh, for other networks. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I remember well, recording the no. I bet you, producer Aaron Shea's going to have. I remember recording the Noel episode in Kansas City in yeah, a car I remember that in the van, and that's the, the same year. <laughs> Noel and Klaus came out the same year, I think. Um, no, we no, we did, did there the another year. there was it was another Netflix um, animation that came out two years ago, um, and it's a kid and uh, gosh, what There's was a that? Bunny, a giant, oh. it's Donnie Darko. <laughs> no, it's a, not not a boy called Christmas because that was live action, but it was something, something I, like that. Yes. Yes, and not as good as Klaus. Let me talk about Merry Little Batman. Maybe we'll figure it out yes, sure. uh, by the other end of it. Um, it originally dropped on Prime on December 8th, 2023, and it went a little something like this. The movie kicks off with the criminally underplayed Father Christmas by the Kinks as an animated bat flies through the woods over an ice skating rink, really setting the tone to this movie. We see little Damian Wayne running through the house, chasing a cat. This chase leads to him falling uh, through the vents into the basement where he finds his dad dad Batman. Uh, he checks on him and Damian says that he's fine and he's ready to be a superhero. Bruce explains that even if he was ready, there's no crime left in Gotham. When he found out that he was going to be a dad, he worked overtime to get all of the crime out of Gotham to make it a safe space to live. But that doesn't stop Damien from wanting to be a superhero. So when his dad gives him his very own bat utility belt, he's disappointed to find out that it's it's a kid one. It's not a real one. It's, it's like safe and stuff. But when Batman gets a call to go help uh, with a Justice League situation, saw him live, uh, Damien tries to tag along, but Batman is not having it. Damien is crushed and decides that he is going to use this time to train. So he tricks Alfred to leave and go to the store to get some more marshmallows so that he can have the house to himself to train for superhero stuff. But uh uh-oh, some burglars show up uh, while Damien is home alone. And yeah, he does do some home alone inspired things to get rid of these burglars. And you're like, yeah, you go, Damien. Uh, They run off, but Damien, sensing that they, uh, this may just be the beginning, goes down to the Batcave and puts on one of his dad's costumes 
he is committed to uh, make sure that this doesn't continue, but also to get back his belt that those baddies stole from him. We then find out that Batman was tricked, that there was no Justice League situation, and he is in fact now stuck in the snow. The baddies from the burglary uh, worked uh, work for the Joker, and now that Batman is gone, they decide tonight, with Batman being gone, it's the perfect night to create some havoc. And in the process, it's Damien that indeed begins to cause the chaos, the havoc, including accidentally knocking down the town Christmas tree, then ruining the Christmas parade. He's trying to help, but what he's doing is making everything worse. And while he is doing that, um, he, he's, he, he gets to really sad after seeing all this stuff happen, and he begins to really miss his dad. He receives an invite to a party from the Joker, and the Joker uh, explains to him when he shows up that uh, thanks to him creating all that chaos, we have been able to steal Christmas. Uh, while all the eyes were on you knocking on the Christmas tree and ruining the parade, we went around and we stole all the presents. It has given us the freedom to do whatever we want to. And Joker says, got to be honest, kid, it kind of seems like you're a villain as well. And he pitches the idea of Batman's kid joining the baddies and terrorizing Gotham. And they give him his utility belt back, but with a few villain upgrades inside of this belt. Bombs mainly. Yes. Yeah, mainly the bombs. <laughs> Damien is like hard pass, bro. So the villains try to capture him. Batman then shows up. Batman sees Damien doing hero stuff. And he's like, whoa, maybe you already. And he gives Damien his utility belt. Together, they successfully fight off the baddies. And then they return uh, the instruments to the marching band and the toys and the presents. And then Damien mentions that he thinks that maybe Batman actually kind of likes Joker. And so they end up having Christmas breakfast with Joker invited. And that, my friends, was Merry Little Batman. We did it. We did do it. Did we find out what we were talking about? What? Oh, yeah. It is an exclusive. Okay. This is an, an exclusive. But what about the other one? No. I got nothing there. It's not the same time frame. It was two years ago, two, two, two holiday seasons ago. Deck the Netflix. Uh, we'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. Deck the Hallmark. <laughs> oh, boy. And the kid's like running through the woods or something. Are you and sure then, that's not a boy called Christmas? Could be. What happened to our video? The Boss Baby made a Christmas special. Oh. That was fun. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, well, we're back. We're talking about hey, what was that, Rick? The Boss Baby. There's a Christmas Boss Baby. <laughs> Is he's, there? He's, yeah, he's full of festive Yuletide cheer. And he's, he's still a boss, still a baby, but Christmas. Still a boss, still a baby. Still but Christmas. Christmas. Uh, let's talk about Mary, uh, Little Batman, Did shall you know? we? Good. We're going to uh, start with the hot take. It is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. And I'll start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, when we were putting together a schedule, you said, "Can we please talk about Merry Little Batman?" <laughs> I said, "We may." So and of here he we hates are. It, right here we are today. Uh, yeah, talk about how you wish you were watching anything else other than Merry Little Batman. 
No, 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 no. I, I had seen very little Batman. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it would be a fun thing to throw into the mix here to, uh, to do a non-romance. You know, what the heck? Incidentally, just just peeling back the curtain a bit. For some reason on uh, on our connection today, I cannot see the boys. But on my if I go to my Facebook on, uh, on <laughs> my phone, is... I can. Um, so, you know, that's why you should become a double decker. That's if exactly you're not right. already. In case you're you ever get... co-hosting the show with us and the, yes, the video doesn't Who work. knows when this is going to to come up That's exactly right. yeah uh, I, i'm delighted by merry little batman i think it's a hoot i think it is we've gotten so much grim dark batman from you know dc and warner brothers in the last few years mainly because of Zack snyder um <sighs> That, you know, stuff like this and the Lego Batman movie, it's like a reminder that you can have kind of a fun approach to this character. And I think this is a fun approach. I really like the character design here. It reminds me a lot of there's a British illustrator, very popular in the mid 20th century named Ronald Searle. If you've seen the Scrooge musical with Albert Finney, he does all the drawings under the opening credits. And you've seen his stuff in just a lot of places. He was a very popular illustrator. Anyway, the way that like Alfred is drawn, the way that a lot of the characters here are drawn reminds me of that so i love a cool shout out to, to that sort of thing and not your usual sort of like it kind of looks like anime or it's you know the, the the kind of you know character design we've seen a million times in movies like this so that's fun uh i i, I like how the characters have like arcs and learn things along the way. Batman learns how to be so protective and Damien learns that, you know, if, if he's this selfishly following his pursuits that he's going to leave a wake of mayhem in his, in his way, you know, in his wake and all. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a lot of fun. I wish it had gotten more play. Uh, it's one of the movies that should have premiered on Max, but that, you know, the current uh, regime at, uh, at Warner Brothers was like, let's eh, just sell it to someone else. So now it's on Prime, but I hope people saw it on Prime. Uh, yeah, I uh, this one uh, passed me by during the holiday season. I'm happy that I finally got to see it. I really enjoyed it. I agree. I thought that the animation was really cool. Um, I thought that the kid who uh, voiced Damien knocked it out of the park. Like, just a really... Really great job there. Um, I love kind of the, you know, the Home Alone aspect of it, the Grinch aspect of it. Um, so many little things in there. It's like, yeah, this is very fun. Um, so, yeah, and I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I don't even know what to do for a wait one in this movie because if it is something, it's like, oh, it's a cartoon and cartoon. Uh, it's a cartoon. Um, other than that, it's just, it's fantastic. And so I uh, thoroughly enjoy this movie and I can't wait to watch it again during the holiday season. Yeah, I adored this movie. And I, this, the first time I watched it, I watched it with my boys. They loved it. Um, they took it super seriously as seven-year-old boys, and they were all in. I watched it again. I liked it even more the second time. And I think the reason is because, one, a lot of fun Batman Easter eggs in there for people that love the lore of Batman. They named the cat Selina. There's a way to they get a, a load of me line, which is from Jack Nicholson and the Joker. There's all these villains they bring back through like a cavil, just a, a, a just a, a cast of villains that, that, you know, you get Mr. Freeze with the bad puns. You get, uh, the Joker. I think David Hornsby as the Joker. We always talk about who plays the Joker or who voices the Joker. Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson. David Hornsby, who's known for being a recurring character on Rob McElhaney's shows. So on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and on Mythic Quest on Apple TV. He's the Joker and he, 
is weirdly like perfect for it. Yeah. Like he's just so good at it and hits the tone of it and the screech and the squeal and the laugh of it. And, you know, there's some really funny moments in the movie. I also think the big problem with Batman is addressed more in this movie than in most Batman movies of, of why we maybe don't need a billionaire vigilante who's in charge (laughs) of cleaning the streets. Maybe that isn't as awesome as we would think it is from our childhood. They address that in this movie more. There's some great parenting stuff. I'll get to in all the feels really some funny bits, a fun plot, hijinks. Great for my kids. Great for me. Good voices. Huge fan. One of my favorite Christmas entries of 2023 for sure. Absolutely. Uh, it's time for uh, the, all the feels we're talking about when this movie gave us those feels Alonzo. Um, you know, I, I think a lot, a lot of laughs scattered throughout, which I, I loved notably uh, when when Damien accidentally knocks down Alfred and he says, "My good hip." Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like it was wall to wall. I think really sharp writing, but but little moments along the way that 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 give you some emotional stakes with the characters. So like when Damien has to give the utility belt back because he clearly doesn't deserve it yet like that's a moment you know that really lands um uh, the when when the ai bat dad like sacrifices itself to save damien's life that's a moment that actually lands um but then i also you know they slip those in among really funny stuff like the whole the you know the home alone stuff we've seen a lot and they do it in you know violent night whatever but like the the grease fire joke is very funny yeah uh i thought that was great and i love as an old school comics nerd i love that when you show if you're going to show me the bat cave there better be a dinosaur there better be a giant (laughs) penny and they're there so thank you for that yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of great feels in Even this. The bat nipples get a joke in this, <laughs> yes. in this movie, which yeah. is just unbelievable for kids. I love the to bat throw that nipples. In there. Did um, you catch any of those jokes when you were watching it? Some, but no, not okay. not not okay. most. Yeah. Um, I lots of great uh, feels in this, but I will land on a uh, this will stick with me for a long time feels, which was. Th- uh, when uh, Batman is first talking to Damien and he's like, you don't want to be a hero. I've broken all the ribs. And he pulls off his shirt. <laughs> a, a truly grotesque yeah. uh, image is shown to us. And uh, that's going to stick with me. That's going to stick with me. I didn't see it coming. I would have appreciated a warning. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot there. It's going to stick with me for a it while. Like Dano? Willem Dafoe's face in poor things is what it was. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was very sit like those two six of one half dozen the other um i've got two uh the first is there's a scene where damien is rushing to the bat cave and he's in an elevator away from all the henchmen and and like it's like a very action-packed situation the elevator happens it gets quiet and the elevator in their house is playing a holy night night. and he starts singing (laughs) yeah and i thought it was hysterical both times i watched it the first time i laughed and my kids were like dad why are you laughing and i was just like guys it's funny i don't know what to tell you but the second (laughs) feels and this is the greatness of this movie i think lies in the fact that it is very sentimental and has moments as alonzo pointed out without ever becoming saccharine or just completely schmaltzy and so i will take my all the feels to be schmaltzy this movie does an amazing job of like 
like humanizing Bruce Wayne and making the plight of Bruce Wayne as dad be the same as all of us as, as dad. And that, you know, the thing I tell, you know, your kids, if they've, they've not yet. And if they're listening now and I bring it up, I'm really sorry, but your kids are going to go through asking you questions about death, about like what happens when you die. You're not always going to be around. And I tell my kids regularly, like I'm always in your head and I'm always in your heart. And they, you, you say that say, to me too. Yeah, I say that to you too because it's important. Really Sometimes sweet. when I leave, you put them in your yeah. head rent free. That's right, yeah. rent free. Uh, yeah. Well, and and you skipped over this in your synopsis, but he doesn't just put on one of his dad's bat suits. He actually goes to the bat cave, and Bruce has made Damien his Correct. own bat yes. suit that he's supposed to wear only if something has happened to Bruce. And so, Bruce Wayne is with the voice of Bruce Wayne is with Damien for the whole movie, yeah. even though Batman is MIA you know this kid for the first time has to act like an adult and his dad's voice is there talking him through it like reminding him that he loves wilson by the way we should mention luke wilson who's phenomenal and like that's all i want for my kids you know what i mean that's working on that same suit for them for them to you know remember the the guidance and hope that I don't put too much pressure on them in the process. You know what I mean? It's like is the the goal would be to know that the love was unconditional. No matter what you do, you can know that I'm going to be there to help you along the way. And this movie, without being nearly that sentimental, like it never does what I just did. It has that permeated throughout this movie, and it's it's fantastic. Like it really is a movie for every age. Big 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 fan. Big big fan. Uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back with the wait, what, and the prime time here on Deck the Hallmark. Oh, wow. Would you look at that? We're right. We're, we're back. We're, we're right back on time. Already? How about it's unbelievable. that? Uh, it's time for the wait, what is where we talk about what in this movie made us go wait, what? Um, Alonzo, what in this uh, sweet, sweet animated Batman movie made you go wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. So, okay. First of all, the, the the idea that you can get Batman out of town by prank calling him mm-hmm. and pretending to be the Justice League. Yeah. I, no I way. really need I need that unpacked for me. For sure. And then I'm, I was also unclear, and maybe this is me not paying enough attention or the movie not making up its mind, but was the crime spree did that did they call him and get him out of town to make the crime spree ha- spree happen or did the crime spree happen because he was out of town like i'm not quite sure like if if the crime spree wasn't already planned why the prank call but then it sounds like later that they they're saying oh we took advantage of his absence to do this I thing i understood so. that it was a Let's, let's get Batman get out, of out of town, town and yeah. then let's send these That's how I lower henchmen okay. around to rob everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was all part of the, all right. I was, I was yeah. a little fuzzy on that one. Where the heck does Alfred go for marshmallows? <laughs> okay. Like, no, this Metropolis? is. Metropolis? Star is, City? Like what? <laughs> I'm glad. Look, there's not many way what's in this movie, but most of mine boiled down to what the F Alfred, like <laughs> what are you doing? I, look, Forget where does he go for marshmallows, which is an an absolutely fair question. You left an eight-year-old alone (laughs) in a gothic mansion by himself in the evening in the snow. Like, you would never. Alfred, (laughs) like, 
No Alfred. Not not Jeremy Irons. Not Michael Caine. None of them. No Alfred would leave baby boy Bruce Wayne alone in a gothic mansion by himself at eight years old. Especially when, if the power goes out, the gate opens. Yes! <laughs> He's, he is the most chill. He's the most chill. Like, even at the beginning of the movie where he uh, where Damien's running around the house, Alfred's like, hey, baby, don't. But, like, <laughs> hey, baby like, boy, don't just, do like, it. In my head, I just see, like, the Michael Caine crying scene in Dark Knight Rises where he just starts to cry, like, I I'm failed you. I failed you, Batman. Master Wayne. And, and like... <laughs> And it's like, that's how much it's my job to take care of this family. And he's just like, oh, you're eight? All right. Well, when you go to bed, just make sure no no food in bed. I'm out of here. Like, And then, and then, and then he finds this kid who is like survived all of this mayhem. And they start walking. And, <laughs> yes. and, and, and Damien turns around like, oh, look, a balloon from the Joker. And Alfred just keeps walking. What the F, Alfred? Yeah. What the F, Alfred man? had other things to do tonight. There's, I just... There, there, uh, there's no way you can convince me he just went to the he, store. Dude, there's just no Kevin way. Kevin McAllister's parents are parents of the year <laughs> compared to Alfred. He could... He's trying to kill this kid. It's unbelievable. There's an amazing amount of looking the other way. No, uh, no, no. And then the only other thing I have is not even really wait what, but it, it did this. This did remind me that I think that the Batman, you know, legacy for you know going on a century now has a lot to answer for regarding people who make the assumption that billionaires have our best interests at right. heart. That's right. Yeah. Um, which I think <laughs> current history is telling us is absolutely not true and That's it right. never was. But uh, but you know I think Bruce Wayne uh, is this thing that we keep hoping is going to happen and we never get. Yeah. Yep. Um I only have one and I understand it's a cartoon but but if I'm watching this as a kid and uh, I am seeing Damien's ability to tie shoes together at the rapid rate in which he's able to do so. I'm going to be so disappointed when I try it. Like, listen, as a, as a kid, all kids try this, do the thing with the yeah. thing. And no. I would be going around just trying to do it afterwards. And I'd be so disappointed. The ability in which he has to tie shoes together is like, no, he, 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 uh, it's a Guinness book of world records. Uh, Damien, you've got it. Congratulations, buddy. Danny. Uh, that falls under ninja skills. Yeah, I think we know. it does. That's yeah. true. Wizard skills. Even, uh, I would, <laughs> well, I'll zoom out on that scene a little bit and I will say, Listen, Macaulay Culkin needed 24 full hours, pretty much, <laughs> for, for the Harry and Marv, like, escapades. This kid has nothing planned. And these two henchmen are in the house, and all of a sudden, he has everything planned. And, and even in a kid's movie, to have some of the gags set up that he has set up on a moment's notice is beyond impressive. I just that that to me was like, all right, he should have gotten out of there with a lot less hijinks. Having said that, the grease fire scene is worth it. So yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, what the F Alfred? I think we covered that. He's an absentee uh, butler and that's a problem. Um, I I was very confused because at the beginning, Batman tells this story about how he just he makes Gotham crime free and you see him locking up these villains in Arkham but you don't see Joker. 
And so when then you see Joker later in the movie, it dawned on me the second time I watched this movie that, oh, I guess Joker like was in the asylum and he got out. We we don't really know what happened to Joker. And then you find out that was not the case. In one of Joker's soliloquies where soliloquies where he catches you up, he tells you that when Batman got rid of crime, he retired. <laughs> so the the best I understand that is is the Joker that we know from every comic book and every Batman movie that creates chaos and organizes this nonsense crime. This guy's just like, well, if Batman's cleaned up all the crime, I've got a, I'm going to take an early retirement, take a criminal's 401k. And that <laughs> didn't make any sense at all to me. I was very confused on that front. Yeah, that's true. It's not like he goes to Boca or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vicky Vale, the, the TV news report does say early on, like that he, all of the villains were locked up or they retired. But yeah, the idea that the Joker's like, ah, the, I've, yeah, I've done enough. But Joker's, <laughs> Joker's entrance into the Batman mythology anytime he comes in is always when it appears that Batman has cleaned up got like that's when the spotlight shines on Joker true true yeah, that yeah, is yeah, not yeah. when Joker goes well I'm hanging it up I'm gonna go get a desk job <laughs> I, I did all I could here but clearly he's cleaned. if all my baddie friends are locked up what's the point yeah, of any of that yeah I have to write I, my memoir yeah <laughs> I just I was like Joker retired and that was it's clear. But also he locked up all of them, but Joker is like, well, as long as long as you retire, give me your word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scouts on her. Give me your word you're gonna retire while retiring. Also, where do they lock him up? Because one of the jokes in the opening montage is that Arkham Asylum becomes Arkham Daycare Center. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, well, then where did they move everybody to? Yeah, I just I just feel like they needed something to make that Joker is organizing this big villain get-together again. And what they decided was that Joker had retired, and that did not past this podcast litmus but test again, for a children's th th movie this, this version of this universe is a you know yeah. not the one we're used to yeah, so. joker could be the, the the guy that's doing your taxes you don't know you don't know you don't know that you don't know that information uh it's time for prime time it's where we talk about any questions that we still have after seeing this movie that we'd love some answers to alonzo well what i was thinking was i remember the first time i watched this early on kind of thinking, oh, we're, 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 I thought I knew where the ending was going to be. And then it, it kind of moved into other places and, and it's fine. And then I like it a lot more the second time knowing going in what the, what the whole outcome was going to be. But I think that this could work in sort of three discrete half hour segments, you know, yeah. the, 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 the sort of the setup, the, you know, chaos in Gotham and then the resolution of it. And then I thought, would I watch a weekly half-hour series of this Ooh. version of the Batman universe? And the answer is absolutely. Yes. So, uh, you know, if this is a springboard for, like, other takes on this and they want to, like, keep this cast and these this version of these characters off doing things and it becomes a weekly thing, like, count me in. Well, what's wild that you said that I, uh, in the first, I think the first kind of act of this ends at 28 minutes where he kind of mm -hmm. escapes these two villains that have come to his house. And I remember thinking, man, does the movie go downhill from here? Because this feels like episodic, like just a perfect, like the little guy has to protect himself and he thinks he's Batman. And it's as a short film or as a weekly thing, I thought it would have worked really, really well. So I'm yeah. with you on that. Batman dad with Damien. Great show. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That'd be great. Um, mine uh, is part of what you were uh, inquiring about, Alonzo, during your wait. What was um, they? They do this prank call and they get him out of town. Yeah. Um, if he hadn't crashed, this is this isn't working, right? Like he crashes into the mountain and he's like kind of stranded there for a while. If he just like. Hey, no one's here. I'm going to go back I home. they did something to the thing. They may I, have. They, you know, they may yes. have. I, 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 oh, oh, I figured Mr. Freeze created the conditions that would make the plane crash. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, go with that. Too. I like that. I like, I like that. Great. Yeah. Um, I've got a pretty big one that could have been a wait what, but I do think it fits better in this segment. Um, we They try to erase you thinking about this by letting Joker eat with them at the end of this movie, but <laughs> I, I need to be very, very clear. Because of the happens... The, the goings on in this movie, every major villain in Gotham now knows who Batman is. Every one of them. Because they know that he has a son and they know where his son lives. They they know all of that information. When he comes to save his son, he's like, Dad, son. And they're like, oh, Batman has a son. Well, the, they know where that got. They know now. They that know where the Bruce, bill came from. Yes. <laughs> They know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and that is a problem for everyone involved. That is, I don't care if it's for seven-year-olds. If if Freeze, Bane, Poison Ivy, Cobblepot, a Joker know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, you, that is not good. People are at risk, and 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 that's a big hole in this movie. It is like you can't do that, and they did it. So there you have it. There you have it. Uh, we everybody congratulations. Next week we'll be back. We're sticking with the uh, kid movie theme apparently because we're heading over to Disney Plus for the Naughty Nine. Oh, the yeah. Naughty Nine uh, originally on the Disney Channel and then obviously landed on Disney Plus uh, immediately afterwards. Is it a decom then? It is. It is they, they, not, uh, they have is apparently it? they've retired the decom name, and it is now uh, Disney Original Movies because uh, I guess they're in, uh, you know in, yeah, including Disney Plus. Yeah. So I Too mean, many shady podcasts, more or less. At but decom to send us decompodcast.com. I believe we actually uh, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. I was going to say did the very last one, but I think there's one after it. But Christmas again, which we did a, a couple years ago, uh, was was a decom. This one, gotcha. te- technically not by okay. official name. Podcast is like taking over the world in like a couple. How many are there? A hundred? How many decoms are there? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. in, in three you're talking years, about you're talking about decom descendants. Yeah, no. Yeah. How many decoms are there? Official. A hundred? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Sure. So in in two years, when our podcast has run out of episodes, but has become the number one podcast in comedy, <laughs> TV reviews, and other, we'll. I mean, I guess we'll have a lot of decisions to make. It. We point. will. We yes, will. Of course, we will. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with another Jane thing. I don't know, man. Uh, until then, maybe we're the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bravel Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi, but here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.